why the f did it take me 30 seconds to write about f***ing a dead kid? <laughs> but I can't write anything about my own child. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm also pretty sure I'm Gary Oldman, and I just don't know it because he's such a good actor. Gary Oldman doesn't even know who Gary Oldman <laughs> is. Tequila does terrible things to me. The MGK gives good blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Monster me on the other side of the glory. Nom, 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 nom. Hey. Nom, 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 nom. I'm a father. I have never f***ed a dead kid. I have no. <laughs> reference to that so i i had other things we were going to talk about today oh and yeah. and then ryan reynolds was like hold my beer motherfuckers have Dude. you have you seen the video yeah i was like because i saw the poster oh. i was like and so i literally said i saw a poster and somebody tweeted like hugh jackman's back for as wolverine i was like what and because yeah. i saw the ryan reynolds video i was like i i was at work i didn't have time to watch right it. i yeah. scrolled through it and like somebody posted that and i was like what what and i went to ryan reynolds thing yeah and i was like you son of a bitch you son of a bitch i'm in it was because i saw like one of those bullshit uh, uh uh i thought it was fake yeah i saw one of those bullshit fake comic book movie news rumor mill things post about it and i was like no 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 let me google it just to be sure though and it's like a deadpool updated no no watch the video i don't I had because I, I did it as a hey, reaction Hugh. for my other team. You want to be on it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I knew he's eating an apple. <laughs> yeah. I knew something was up when I was watching him in the video. He's pouring that uh, aviator gin, and I was like, "It's the gin he did th th those videos with with Hugh Jackman." Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. What's what's? Oh, because yeah. <laughs> I saw that picture with the the claw mark through it. But I've seen so many fan that art. Could, yeah, yeah. Like that, I've seen so many guys who are really good at Photoshop do that shit before. This, this, and then I'm already seeing people on Twitter who are like, "We don't need this." Logan was blah blah blah. I'm like, this isn't going to take away from Logan. You can still go watch Logan. <coughs> this yeah. is not getting rid of Logan. Just they're like, they already had a movie together. Like, no, no, no. That doesn't. No. That's count. like that's like saying and he'll tell you that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Like that's that's like saying we don't need ever everything to see Robin in a Batman movie. They had Batman and Robin. <laughs> Dude, who the fuck would say that? First off, some some guys who up until today I had a lot of fucking respect for, but I'm like, you're just trying to get people riled up, you dickhead. Not only that, like people were like very like kind of sad that he said he was done. Yeah, like, and then Ryan Reynolds, who they're really good friends. Yes, got him to do Wolverine and something everybody's want to see him in. So why are you so angry? Like it's it's just it it makes too much goddamn sense, and so. For people to act like like does anybody really want this everyone's wanted this since the first deadpool movie no one has ever not wanted but we this got cable instead yeah. for this but we already we already had logan that was a swan who fucking cares and then somebody else said that like well they already ruined the legacy with multiverse of madness by having professor x i'm like that doesn't fucking mean anything kiss you just love being a detractor fuck you they're giving us something nice just be fucking happy. Yeah, everybody wants this. God damn it. I am I got so excited. If anybody watches the, the reaction video I did, when Jackman walks across the street, I fucking jumped in my seat, and you can see Rosie bolt out of the fucking room when I do it. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 <laughs> huh? What? Huh? <laughs> I, um, because again, like, and they also gave us the release date. 
Did they really? September, it's right at the end, September 6th, That's uh, how 2024. That was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? I for completely missed the release date. I just remember saying 2024. I didn't realize it was yeah. September. Yeah, so it's like, it's like almost two years away exactly, which means they're going to start shooting Same. soon. Because you don't make this kind of an announcement with a release date if you're not like how I wonder how they're gonna do it then are they gonna pretend he's dead like it's MC like it, it I don't there's know. so many things I'm wondering right now because yeah. of that I'm like well but also with with Deadpool you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. it doesn't really matter yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean it's, it's gonna multiverse of mad like sure it's yeah. it's another who cares yeah. And also, it's like you know what we've we've got him under contract to play Wolverine technically till what till twenty twenty five. Fuck oh, it, what it is. Yeah, like, not, I, knew, I knew they weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to recast, right? Or yeah, they're not, they're not allowed to re. They're, they can. They're not allowed to recast them until twenty twenty five. They're like, well, if we want to do this, and we've got him, let's just fucking. If he's down, let's fuck. I want I wonder how much Ryan had to convince him to do it. Probably not as much as you think. Yeah, because because even Hugh Jackman has said he's like. I won't. He had said he wouldn't come back to play him unless it was he was part of the MCU. Because mm. he was, I, th I think, and he's never said this, but I feel like he was kind of just done with Fox. Yeah, he probably because other than, other than Logan and you know the Deadpool movies and a couple of the X Men's, they hadn't handled any of the stuff very well. People didn't really like a lot of the X Men movies. What this gets him to stay to play Wolverine in the MCU? I I I mm, I would. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because on the one hand, I'm like, I know he wants to go do other things. I know he's been happy doing other things. He's been doing Broadway for a while. He's been doing The Music Man up until recently. Like, I know he's been. He probably just wants to stop working out hard. It's hard, too. Well, that's, and that's a lot of what he said, too. He's kind of like, like especially if you go back and watch the first X-Men. Like, he's in Ten, shape. Yeah. But he's not like, if you look at Days of Future Past, where oh, he's yeah. fucking just shredded. Like that's a lot of toll. It takes a big toll on your body, and he's getting older. And that's kind of why one of the benefits of doing like Logan was there. Like you could get away with him not looking super great. So I, I don't think he would come back to do it all to do it like resign and be this launcher. But I think if he's going to get one more in, like yes, Logan as it is is an and I'm not discounting Logan by any stretch of the The movie is fucking flawless that movie is amazing and if yes if that's going to be the last wolverine movie it's it's a hell of a one to go out on but don't sit there and act like you don't get excited at the thought of of wolverine and deadpool together in right, movie. and two best friends yeah playing like like ryan reynolds at one point had said before the disney buyout they were trying to make deadpool 3 happen with it being like a like a buddy road trip movie with the two of them uh -huh. and i'm like yes I am I am totally fine with that. I that that beats my fucking idea. That is fantastic. And if we still get that, that's great. I don't care as long as they're because because there's also someone said, what if it's just a cameo? There's no way they do this kind of an announcement for a fucking cameo. Oh fuck no, fuck no, 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 no. Because no. a, I think they know how much that would that would just do the fans dirty. Although it'd be a low key greatest joke of all time. Oh oh, it would be. He, he just was like wink. Just like I bet you guys are wondering. Where is he? You said he was going to be here. Hello. There he is. <laughs> he pulls a, him out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> just as a, just a, well, cause so someone sent me this on Twitter and let me show you this. Cause I forgot about this. Cause I actually haven't seen Deadpool two in a while. Um, 
but because they have that thing at the end where he's going around and um like you know cleaning up the timeline as it were oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um and somebody and i forgot that this was part of the clip but um grab your headphones i'll uh but this is from when he goes back to uh quote unquote fix the wolverine or wolverine origins when he's killing those heavens are always jacked up for you it seems like but right. this this made me laugh i have it muted shit god damn it mike here we go it's me don't scratch just cleaning up the timelines look eventually you're gonna hang up the claws and it's gonna make a lot of people very sad huh but one day your old pal wade's gonna ask you to get back in the saddle again and when he does say yes oh right love you <laughs> So it's like he hey, he told us me. he told us this was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot. Was that scene that long? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a long. It was a long chunk. Um, I pulled it up on my after I saw that clip. I was like, "Is this legit?" I pulled it up on my Blu-ray. Like, yeah, it's legit. Um, but I mean, like this. Like I, I said when I first watched it, I was like, "Fuck anything else going on in the world. I, I don't give a fuck. Whatever other announcement comes out, I don't care." And I think. I think because he says in the video, like, oh, sorry, we couldn't make it to D23. Like, that was on purpose. Oh, yeah. Because if they had done this at D23, no one would have given a shit about anything else. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no. Like, if like, he would have, if fucking, he would have walked out and then Hugh Jackman would have walked right? out. Right. Everybody would like, uh. Yeah. Nobody would have given a flying fuck about, and we got some great stuff out of D23. None of it would have mattered. No. No one would have been talking about any of the Star Wars stuff or any of the other Disney stuff. They only would have been talking about this. Yep. So, and and also like when Deadpool two came out, they were doing all kinds of crazy YouTube marketing shit for that movie. So this is just on brand. Well, he, and here's the thing. Yeah, true. <laughs> but here's the thing though too. It's now, as much as they say he's in the MCU, now he'll officially be like yeah legit because the logo that comes up says Marvel Studios above yeah. it. He'll be in the MCU officially, like, yeah, because the whole the MCU thing was that trailer, yeah. Do you know I'm the the one with him and Korg? Korg, yeah. That was the only MC that could tie anything yeah. in in the MCU. That, now it's like that was like their way of saying like, see, he's in. I was like, yeah, cool. Let's see something with him though. Yeah. And not only that, you're bringing fucking Wolverine. Just, yeah. Well played, Disney. Just yeah, you win. I mean, and this is also just. It, I feel like this is also them just kind of being like. Hey DC, you guys okay? We're doing great over here. Yeah. I mean, we're we're fine. You guys having problems? How's Ezra? Yeah. <laughs> How is Ezra? If you guys like to reach out to us and be a part of the show, be a part of the conversation, there are several ways to do that. Just go to our website, www.tblpod.net. That's www.tblpod.net. You can send us a message through the website, or you can even leave us a voicemail by clicking on the voicemail button in the corner of the screen and leave us a message that we will respond to live on the show. Once again, just go to www.tblpod.net. Net. I saw Lewis Black on uh, Friday. Yeah. It was really fucking good. Yeah. Pe- people got thrown out. Really? Yeah. People got thrown out because you know, he's he's Lewis Black. He's yeah. going to talk politics. He was actually probably the least political I've ever seen him get Duh. in a, in a set, which is funny. But he was talking about how he was in the middle of doing this tour when the pandemic broke. He's like, and I knew... He's like, and I, he's like here's the reason I, I, I knew all this is because I was paying attention 
because I was a target for this thing. And I know that because I'm fucking old. Yeah. And I knew I was fucking old because the news told me I was fucking old. Uh-huh. And he's like, but I knew it was serious because I was playing, he was playing at uh, this casino or something up in, up in Michigan. And he's like, and it was sold out 1500 people and they canceled it. Oh, He's like, that's how I knew. And he's like, but then they said, like, we, you know, they had to go home. And then I knew I was really fucked because I had to go to the O'Hare fucking airport. <laughs> 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 but he's like, he was talking about how when he was watching the the White House briefing when the pandemic was first being declared a pandemic. And he's like, and I, he's like, I was fascinated because our leader at that time came up and said that he knew stuff. And I've never had a president that knew stuff before. And he, that's all he says. And some guy in the front starts going, her fucking emails, her fucking emails. And he was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Walks away from the microphone to the edge of the stage, looks this dude down and just fucking rips into him. And it's all hilarious from what I could hear. <laughs> he didn't have this microphone just fucking rips into him and then just you know walks away comes back to his microphone and he's drawing an all-new set at this point because he just taped a special i guess a few months ago and he's like i don't know when the fuck it's coming out i don't know when the fuck where the fuck it's gonna be but it's fucking coming um but so he's trying to get back to working to doing this joke because he hasn't finished the fucking joke yet and then as he's trying to get back into it and he starts back on the bit again, somebody else kind of back near me starts screaming, let's go, Brandon, let's go. And he's just like, are you out of your fucking mind? So they start p- pulling people out and taking them out. And someone down in front of me was like, can you get them out of here, please? And Lewis goes, no, 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 no. I don't want to put that kind of pressure on the staff here because it's actually a rule with the Victoria Theater staff that if they take someone to throw them out, they have to guess their weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It was really, it was, I posted on Facebook. It was a fucking masterclass because this guy does crowd work and riffing better than anybody that in the is fucking world. So, <laughs> so good. I got to guess their weight. <laughs> Um, the guy who opened for him was, and it's the guy who's opened for him for fucking years. And I can never remember the guy's name, which is, bums me out. Cause he's so fucking funny. Um, that he said that Lewis does this thing after his show called the rant is due, which if you don't know what that is. It's, it's basically, he does a thing on live streamed on YouTube mm-hmm. from every theater he's in and people can submit their rants to him, like on their phone. And then he'll do their like rant. What grinds my gears. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before the show, he, they, before he goes on, he was telling everyone, like, use your phones during the interview because there's an intermission between when the first guy went and before Lewis went up. He's like, use, there's a 15-minute inter- intermission. Use the intermission to go on and send the stuff in. And there was kind of this, like, funny little chuckle amongst everybody in the room because I don't think these guys understand just how bad the reception in the Victoria Theater yeah. is. <laughs> Because they didn't have their merch booth, what they see, so what they do instead is they have a fucking like uh, like a, a banner set up yeah. with a QR code on it, and you can go and and hit the QR, scan the QR code, and go do it. And everybody was out there trying to fucking do it, but everyone was like, was like no bars. That's funny because there's no reception in the Victoria Theater, so they only had like five or six of them to do. And he was like, "You guys did." He was like, "You guys kind of let me down with how many you didn't." And I was I was waiting for somebody to be like, "There's no fucking reception in here." <laughs> But was, well, let's rant about that. Let's rant about that. Well, what was cool was during his during his set, he talked when he was trying to get things kind of calmed down after everyone. 
somebody else he's like he's like if anyone's gonna shout something out say something positive at least and one guy goes oh h or no he says let's go buckeyes and then uh lewis black says yeah that's that's funny my brother went to michigan state um and everyone starts booing and he goes yeah that's great thank you so much for booing my dead brother everybody (laughs) (laughs) um he talked about how like because his mom just turned like 104 whoa yeah um whoa and he said uh he's like you know she was you know i've been off for three he's like i've been off for three months and at one point she got sick and we were thinking like okay like this is gonna be it like she's not eating she looks really bad he's like and so right before her birthday you know like a week couple weeks before i was supposed to start this tour he's like we kind of went and had our moment like said our goodbyes and all that and apparently dayton was like the first show on this tour he's like and he's like so this this show almost didn't happen because i was kind of waiting for that phone call and he's like and then one day i woke up to this phone call coming from her caregiver and i was like okay this is it and they called and said that she has made this miraculous recovery like she's eating she's walking around she's she's like the only thing she's she says i just don't want to go downstairs because i don't trust those people down there um his mom's a hoot it sounds like a hoot and he's sitting he's like on the one hand i was so thrilled that i'm going to get some more time with my mom but on the other hand i'm like i just put myself through the stress of saying goodbye to you make up your fucking mind (laughs) that's funny he said but also i felt bad because i was fully expecting her to die so i honestly hadn't prepared very much for this tour Now you can rep the basement lounge out in public by checking out some of the merch that we have available on our website. Just go to tblpod.net slash store. That's tblpod.net slash store. And check out some of the t-shirt and other merch designs we have for you featuring our logo, some of our favorite bits, as well as a homegrown humor official t-shirt as well. Once again, just go to tblpod.net slash store and check out some of the cool merch we have there for you now. At what point, as a kid, yeah, I mean, like, would you? I mean, you've had your father died and all that yeah. stuff. At what point would you want like enough? When when is enough enough time? Like, is what like you know? You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at 104, it's he, like he, he, you get it. Like he even mentioned that he was like he's like yeah, of course I was sad that she was gonna go, but what am I gonna do? She's been she's 104 years old. Am, exactly. I, gonna, am I gonna demand more time from her? Like, yeah, that's what that's what I mean. It's like what yeah. point is she like I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're over. Like well, what age are you? Like I get it. Like you're like eight, yeah. nine. You know what I mean? It's it's and that's a that's a hard one to ask. I think because like like yeah, it's like, your parent, but it's like. Yeah. Like my dad's been dead to me forever. <laughs> it's it, 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 it I I think for me the I think the only way it's, it would ever be and I, I hate to use the word easy but easier yeah that, that's the would yeah. be like if they were ready to go yeah like if my mom like let's say in like forty or years or whatever my mom's in her nineties and she says like I've made peace with it I think that might make it easier but I'm also a mama's boy so I don't think I'm ever gonna be ready. I'm neither. I'm not, I was not a dad, daddy. I, yeah. Well, so my mom was also all, all I had till I was like ten. Yeah. So I. So I'm always been a mama's boy. So I don't think I'll ever actually be ready for her to go. Um, get, and Lord knows I wasn't ready for my dad when he went. But mm. um, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's. I think it depends on the person. It depends on the because even when my dad died, like yeah, I wanted more time with him, but also I was so tired of seeing him suffer. Yeah. So I was almost just kind of like, I'm just glad he's just not, because those last couple of days he was alive, he was miserable. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. They basically had to put him into a coma because he was just so pain. The pain and couldn't get comfortable. It would go from being super hot to super cold, and was just kind of not in his right mind. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those like, I'm just glad he's not suffering anymore. Yeah. So as much as I would love more time, but also, you know, that was three years before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also kind of glad my dad wasn't alive to have to try to survive this because he had no immune system and he had leukemia. So there was no chance he was making it through the pandemic. There, yeah. there was no chance. There, I, I am very much, I am 100% convinced, had my dad been alive when the pandemic started, he would not have survived the pandemic. Yeah. Especially considering I had COVID, my mom had COVID, my brother had COVID, like a lot of our family had COVID. And you guys did everything you possibly could. To- yeah, we were diligent. We still got it. So, you know, and but, but also part of our diligence was because of when my dad was alive, because he had no immune system, because of leukemia treatment, we had to be because a cold could have killed him, yeah. you know, so it's kind of like if you have like AIDS or HIV or AIDS, you've got no immune system. If you get a cold, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it is, it's a complicated question. It's, it's something to think about. Like, yeah. When, when can you say like enough enough? enough. Yeah, yeah. It's cause like, um, like I've, it's weird. So I've never had any of my grandparents die. Yeah. This is very odd for my age. I guess. None of, wait, none of them. None of them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, my great grandparents are die. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, one died when I was, but like, it was weird. Like as a kid, I think this is where I'm also mentally weird and mm-hmm. fucked up as a kid. When my great grandfather died, I was like, yeah, he was older. Yeah. Everybody's crying at his funeral. I'm like, he was older. Right. Like, what did you guys expect? Yeah. How old I love my great grandpa. How old were you when he died? Uh, I think I was like 11 or 12. Were you guys like close? No, it may have may have something to do with it too. Like if you don't have that, like even though they're your family, if you don't have that emotional investment in them, yeah, probably makes it makes you approach it differently. Differently, yeah. And my great grandpa, my great grandma, all died. She was like ninety six, ninety four. Yeah. I can never remember. She was lost in dementia way before that. See, that's well, my my great grandpa died when I was three, so I, I barely knew him. My great grandma died in two thousand and ten. So as she was pushing a hundred and, and like, but she hadn't been right in the head for a long time. It was one of the, like she had been in a home for fucking ever, but like the last 10 years she was alive, she was not, not together. It was one of those, like they had to like take her phone away from her at the home because she would call my grandma's house all the time, all hours of the day. And uh-huh. say like, it's like, yeah, I'm waiting for you to come pick me up. I think it's time for me to go home. And it's like, no, you live there now. Like it just, she could never recall. It. So with her, it was like, it was still sad, but also it was like, she had lived a hell of a life and wasn't really altogether there at the end. So. So my, well, we knew it was bad. My grandma, my great grandma used to send every grandchild and great grandchild, $5 for their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we all stopped getting it. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden randomly, my brother it had been years since he got any, Got $150. That dick. <laughs> from her. He was like, Grandma just sent me, great grandma sent me $150 for a birthday gift. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
Yeah. I was like, motherfucker, that's some of my money too. That was true. We just <laughs> you, laughed. You were about supposed it. to pay that out to everybody. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Like, and like, she'd send it to everybody. Her her grandkids, great grandkids, and my, my mom hadn't gotten stuff from her for like years. But my yeah. my brother, her great grandchild, got on his birthday <laughs> a bill. <laughs> uh, we we're like, what? That's weird. I don't know. It's just like when she died too. I, I didn't cry. I was yeah. like close to her, but I don't know. I like I think about the shit like maybe I'm emotionally disconnected from my entire family. Does that make sense? Like to where I'm like or I just accept the fact that it's inevitable. Yeah. It's weird. Like I like I look at very bleak things. I'm like, oh, sure. I'm like, yeah, but like I view and this is how I view life. I'm like, I'm just a in life. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I have no matter or yeah. anything. And then like I but I've also felt that since I was like a wee boy. Yeah. You just you you you're approaching everything from a very logical standpoint. Standpoint. To where it's just like but like like like, like everything you're saying makes total fucking sense. Only two, when you when you remove the emotional aspect of it all. Yeah. Yeah. The only two people I think I would cry with I know I'd cry if Miles died. That ever. I would fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably and then Melissa. Yeah. But like my parents, my grandparents my grandparents raised me, but I would be like, yeah. And really, with Miles, would be because I believe, oh, no, I love my child, right? But it's like I don't think a parent should ever have to bury their child. No, That's absolutely, probably not. the worst thing in the world. My my dad's mom, my dad's parents had to bury two of theirs. Yeah, you know. I mean, like you're not supposed to outlive your kids. No, so I don't know. That's the only one that would probably hit me melissa would hit me but like my ex-wife i thought about it i was like nah yeah even when i was with her i was like but she was also a bitch it's, um uh, yeah, well in, even on that when i was in college my last year of college one of my ex-girlfriends died in a in a car wreck and um i, sh I had made a lot of friends through her that i kept in the breakup it was like i kept them in the divorce um but like my friend katie called me because they had known each other since like fucking kindergarten. And she was just a fucking wreck. And telling me that like, you know, Brittany had died and how upset she was. And I was more upset. A, A, just because you hear that someone dies. And it's, and I'm also like, I cry very easily. Um, and so I was a little shook just because also I was, you know, in my 20s. So whenever you find out somebody your age dies, it's kind of a little fucked up. But uh, I was more upset for my friends who actually were invested in that. Because I had people coming to me at one point asking me, like, why I wasn't more upset. And I was like, you guys remember, like, the psychotic, abusive shit she did to me when we were together? Yeah. You're like, well, she's dead now. Right. Doesn't change. Doesn't change what the fuck she did to me when we were together. And then I found out that, like, her mom was telling people that, like, to not let me come to the funeral. And I was like, we broke up, like, four years ago. And, like, you know, rest in peace. But your daughter was a cunt. Like... <laughs> R-I-B-C. <laughs> yeah. Or rest in peace, cunt. Like, my main concern was, because I knew she'd had a kid and all that, so I was like, like was the kid okay? Kid was fine. It was just freak out. If, if they had called and told me she had, like, OD'd mm -hmm. or gotten, like, drunk and fucked up, and, and like, I would have 100% believed that. Mm -hmm. But apparently she had, like, gotten her shit together, and I was like, okay, well, that sucks that she was trying to get her shit together and a freak accident took her out. Like, ultimately, yes. As a human being, that fucking sucks. She was a bitch to me, so I, I'm, I'm over it already. Yeah. I was over it as soon as I got done hearing about it.
If you are in or around the Dayton, Ohio area and you want to know more about what's going on in the local comedy scene, we have a website for you. Go to www.gemcitycomedy.com. That's www.gemcitycomedy.com. We've got profiles on all your favorite local comedians, as well as a calendar and guide to all the shows going on, whether they're open mics or big headliner shows or showcases or whatever we have in store. You can also submit your own information to the website to be updated within 48 hours. I run this website myself. It is a passion project of love. So make sure you guys go check that out right now. Go to www.gemcitycomedy.com to get all the information on the Dayton comedy scene. You know, my grandparents, their house was like my, I live, we lived with my grandparents when I was growing up. Like Mm -hmm. when I was staying there, when I was featuring up in Cuyahoga earlier this year, um, I mean, I knew that house. I grew up in that. I slept in my old bedroom, the room that used to be my old bedroom when I, when I lived there. I was spent my free time while I was there because I live streamed it on Facebook, driving around, like trying to remember how to get places, which I surprisingly still did considering I didn't drive there. But um, so like with my grandparents go, like I'm going to be fucking torn up as fuck about it because they were like my other parents. Yeah, like I mean it as like, my dad's this is weird like i'm not close to my mom's side grandparents right. but i'm closer with my dad's side right which i hate my dad well, i'm not my biological father i don't know him but right um like i f- i think about it a lot i'm like when they die like am i gonna be sad like am i gonna cry i'm like and every single time it's no yeah. like they meant a lot to me but i'm like mike like that's life yeah and i'm just like god i hate myself sometimes <laughs> I'm literally sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I hate myself from thinking like that because, like, you should show emotion at that point because it sucks and it's bad. But, like, I won't. Like, I don't think I will. I might. I don't know. I I hope it never happens, even though I know it will happen at some point. And it's it's one of those you never know how you're going to feel until until it does happen. Um, There's a guy I used to do stand-up with down in Columbia in South Carolina, Joe Coughlin, who passed away. recently and he was a guy who um when i first came back to doing stand-up in 2013 um he got me onto his open mic and you know watched me bomb like a motherfucker on that first one back but like he was always super cool to me and was very encouraging for me to you know keep going and get back into the swing of things and so um they just had like a big memorial for him about all the comics did uh, over the weekend uh which shout out to uh, uh to, to Topher Riddle who put that whole thing together they've been best friends for like fucking ever um and he and I like he and I hadn't talked in a long time like we were I don't even think we were friends on Facebook anymore just cuz we just had just drifted apart but he was always one of those guys like when I went back down there I was looking forward to seeing him and so here's a guy I haven't talked to in probably 2 3 years when mm-hmm. I found out he died I was fucking shook sideswipe that with um so barry leggett here in town who just passed away recently Mm -hmm. you know um here's a guy who i knew from like doing stuff over at datv and i knew his wife kathy and all that and like i'm shocked that he's gone but i don't find myself like getting super emotional about it Mm. and i don't know but again when i look at the difference like barry was an older guy Mm -hmm. joe was my age yeah so it's, 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 and, but here's a guy I knew I, I was closer to Barry than I was to Joe just because I had done, I hadn't spoken to Joe in a number. So it's, it's weird how things will hit you 
in certain ways that other things won't. Well, it's like when J- Jason died. Yeah. It's like really good friends. I love Jason death. Yeah. Still love him. Like I, I still think about him quite a bit. Um, but like when he died, I think it emotionally I was set for that mm-hmm. because of the fact that it was during COVID and he was in the hospital. So like emotionally and mentally I prepared yeah. myself for like that. You knew you knew there was a possibility <laughs> it was gonna happen, so you had a chance to like accept it. To accept it and brace yourself for it. There's a weird thing that happened between me and Jason when Jason was in the hospital. So uh, this actually might get me emotional because I think about it it's just so weird. Um the night Jason died. Yeah. The weird thing was, is I've I've never never tweeted at the Reds on the radio. Okay. Ever. Never tweeted at him. I was listening to the game. And the question was, uh oh God, what was the what was the the question was um what they were talking about like, do you like your cookies uh warm and gooey or just like Dunkers, where they've where they've cooled off and they're solid, and you can just dunk like, the milk. Not even dunk. Like yeah. I can't remember what they said, but I was like, that's kind of like enjoying drinking salt water. Because <laughs> they did like a poll, uh-huh. and people are talking. God, I got to pull up the fucking thing. Because I know there are some people who uh, like they love their cookies basically like almost almost raw in the middle but like burnt they were burnt oh burnt okay. like burnt cookies okay and i was like that's like drinking enjoying drinking <laughs> warm salt water i tweeted at him about yeah. it and they literally like oh we've got some really good we've got some like really good like answers to this mm-hmm. and he's like because my twitter handles mike wtf wells yeah and so he's like well this one comes from mike wells <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and he's laughing. He's like, God, that's, he's like, and they're, he's like, that's like you enjoy, that's like saying you enjoy drinking warm salt water and they just lose it on air. <laughs> they're laughing. Hey, like, yeah. And then like, I had a couple and like, I heard that live and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But that, that's the night Jason died. Wow. So I was like, I thought about like, I don't believe in God, but I was like, what if yeah. that was like his last like little gift to get you to get you quoted on on Reds Radio, just just it, I, yeah. I, 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 it was so weird. But then I had like a couple people message me. They were like, "Dude, what?" I was like, <laughs> "I don't know." He's like, and Chris Weir. I don't know if you might have met Chris. Chris was yeah. like that killed on it. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. He's like literally. He's like that killed. You crushed. That's fun. That joke crushed on radio. <laughs> That's yay i've made it (laughs) but like i always think in my head i was like what if that's like jason's like because like we all couldn't say our goodbyes to him period at all because of covid well covid and literally like the last text message i had this is why i feel so bad i can pull it up yeah god i feel so bad about this (laughs) yeah um uh, july 30th 2021 how you feeling, man? Uh, okay, and then this is uh, better. Just can't bring myself to piss in the general cup. How's your mom? <laughs> she because my mom's had a doctor's appointment. She's okay. Yeah. Just has a lot of the doctor's appointments. And then like the way I didn't talk to him in a couple of days. Oh, he's like, well, good. I'm glad she's okay. And then like like a couple of days later, because I was I was at work. She's like, how's Melissa and the baby? Uh, I was like pregnant because this one was pregnant and I can feel the baby kick. It's wild, man. He said, nice. I didn't respond to anything. The last thing I have from him is nice. 
and I, I just felt bad. I still feel bad about it. But then, like, literally, like, that night, that's when he had the heart attack and went into a coma. Yeah. It's weird how when uh, I was in college, I had a really good friend. Uh, she had had a heart condition from when she was a kid. Like, she wasn't supposed to make it to, like, the age of 12. Yeah. And she was 20 when she died. Wow. That's how old I was. Um, and I was working. It was my – it was Saturday night, I remember, because I was working. It was Fourth of July weekend. And then uh, – was working my night shift at the radio station and she called and uh said that we were because we were, she'd just gotten back from uh her boyfriend at the time was stationed uh down in florida uh navy hmm. so she had just gotten back from from visiting him and she was talking about how like yeah i'm just not feeling great she's like i'm just feeling nauseous and and you know just a little short of breath which happened all the time with her hmm. just because I mean, she had you know big scar on her chest and everything, and just because she had had this open heart or this heart transplant when she was so young, and uh, I was like, well, you know, she, she even wanted she and I, she and I were really fucking close, and she was like, it was calling you because we hadn't talked since I was on my trip, and I was like, it's fine. I was like, it's ten o'clock at night, go to bed. We'll we'll talk tomorrow. I was like, just if you're not feeling good, go get some sleep. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She died that night in her sleep. Didn't wake up the next morning. That's crazy. And so I didn't hear from her all day the next day and then uh, got home from work. I worked that morning and I got home and uh, um, called her phone and her mom answered mm. and told me what happened. And I lost it. Completely lost it. I was a wreck for, I was a wreck for like a month. Um, what was, what I will say as a comedian um, cause she was one of the funniest people I knew. She wasn't a comic, but I always told her she should try to be one. Cause she was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she, we always joked that she was, she was the whitest black girl on the face of the earth. Cause she was, she was black, but she was very into like rock and metal and like friends just <laughs> no she she loved like Seinfeld and like white people TV oh. loved nerdy shit. And, and you know, living in, in, in South Carolina, um, it, at community college, there was a lot of these high school students who were taking like the the AP classes and stuff, and they were all always in the corner and acting just fucking wild and crazy the whole time because they're teenagers, whatever. And every time they would get up and and get into some big fucking you know tirade, whatever they were doing, she would always just roll her eyes and go, "God, black people." <laughs> so her, but like her mom and all her family are like like black Southern Baptists, like very. So with her dying, I got to go to my first like black funeral mm-hmm. i told jesse about this and he was like i'm surprised you survived because <laughs> <laughs> um, it because it, it was like sweltering hot everyone's got the fans they're you know the 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 uh the preacher's talking while the guy is how well as you know his hype man's behind him going you know yes pray the whole time it was one of the most i was so cathartic mm-hmm. and e- even as we were leaving my girl and this the girlfriend who the one who died we were leaving together and uh, i told her i was like the whole time we were at that funeral all i could hear in the back of my head was ariel going black people <laughs> jesus she got you with a joke man she did she did and that's and that was and that's what kind of i think that's what got me through it was because i could hear her cracking the kind of joke she would crack in the back of my head the whole time and i think that's kind of what helped me get through it yeah um it was it just yeah when it's when it because like like so like today when we're recording this today is my best friend ryan's birthday he and i've been best friends since high school like he is my fucking ride or die i would take a fucking bullet in the heart for this man like if this dude he had a scare recently he thought he had lymphoma 
Mm. He does not. He got he got the all clear. It was it was all fine. But I told him I was. He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm scared." I'm like, "I said, there's nothing to be scared about. You don't have it. You're going to go to the doctor, and he's going to tell you you're fine because you're not allowed to have lymphoma, motherfucker. I'm telling you right now, you're just not allowed to. Because mm-hmm. if you have the audacity to fucking die, I will bring you back to life so I can kill you, my fucking self, asshole. Necromancer. I will level fucking. I will roll a nat twenty on that necromancy just to fucking fucking kill you myself for having the audacity to die on me, like when it's. So, like, we talk about with Jason when it's someone that, like, you're that fucking close with. It's, it's always, you don't get to pick who you're close with. Like, yeah. being 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 family with someone, <clears throat> being family with someone does not mean you're close to them. Yeah. There are plenty of people who I consider more my family than people in my actual fucking family. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. So. It, it was just one of those things. It's like. I don't know. I spoke at his celebration of life. Thing. Oh, did you? Yeah, for like a split second because Phil went up there. Me, Phil, and Glenn went up there at the same time. They said something. And so I, yeah. like, I wasn't, but then I was like, I really should say something. Yeah. And so the first thing I remember saying about Jason, I was like, first time I met Jason, uh, super nice, came up to me, started talking to me. Didn't really want to be talked to. Kept on talking to me. I was like, who is this psycho? <laughs> this guy's psychotic. <laughs> And they, they laughed. And my, That's fucking funny. I was trying to do a type five, you know. Yeah. <laughs>